we are educators. We want to bring the best possible opportunities for our students. We want to take them places. We want to do everything possible to ignite this spark of inspiration. We want to provide the best infrastructure. At the same time, we also want to learn, explore, experience and grow. But we always encounter one major roadblock. Funding. Well, not anymore. In this series, we are going to discover every possible way to arrange funds or to raise capital. Hi, it's Himanshu and I welcome you to the brand new episode of The Ed Show. Today's episode is going to be super exciting. So keep listening on Apple, Spotify or on your preferred platform. Welcome back to the brand new episode of The Ed Show. This is the 8th and our bonus episode of the Ed Invest series. And in today's episode, we are going to discuss about how to start a school when you have no investment with you. Whatever we will cover in this episode will also be relevant if you are planning to start a college, a university, a skill development institution, a research institution, or even if you wish to start any other type of business. I hope that this episode will give you detailed insight on this concept and I just wish you an engaging and amazing learning experience. In the previous episodes of this series, we have covered various ways of raising repayable and non-repayable funds. So if you have not listened to the previous episodes, then I would suggest you to listen to all the previous episodes and understand everything about fundraising and then listen to this episode for better understanding. And during this episode, if you feel stuck, confused or if you have any questions, then I would suggest you to make a note of them and send me a voice message using Anchor app after this episode. Or if you are listening to this episode on YouTube, then share it in the comment section and I'll be happy to address all your questions in the Q&A podcast. So let's get started and understand how to start a school with zero or no investment. Starting a school is a dream of many educators and educational leaders. And even many businesses prefer to venture into educational space as this is often considered as the recession-free business. But starting a school, college or a university comes with its own set of challenges and one must understand that it's not just a business but a responsibility. In this episode, we will highlight few key points which one must consider before starting a school and create a detailed plan based on these points. At every relevant step, I will also mention about the type of fund that you may consider raising to accomplish that step. And after listening to this episode, if you want more clarity or want me to mentor you, then feel free to send me an email or connect with me on LinkedIn. The links will be mentioned in the description of this episode. So let's understand the key points. Before you even jump on the categorization, you should have a clearly defined purpose for your school. You need to write down exactly why you wish to start a school what you wish to achieve from the school, how it will benefit its stakeholders, how it will benefit the community, why you need another school when you already have plenty of schools in your area, whether it will be a for-profit or not-for-profit school. Once you have answered all the whys, then think about the type of school you wish to start. Categorization is very important. While planning for the school, you need to understand how each school serves its community and hence you must pick the right categorization based on your defined purpose. You may choose to start a day school, a day boarding school or a residential school. You may also choose between a franchise school or self-created brand. Once you have categorized it, then decide on the location as it is equally important because if the location doesn't solve your purpose, 
then you will not be able to achieve the desired outcomes how big will the school be in terms of enrollment always remember that the new school grow over time it is important to know and understand that it will start with lower capacity and gradually it will increase in number and in certain years it will reach to its full capacity enrollment projection must be carefully thought out while drafting your school enrollment status you will also need to understand what the market demand for this school please understand that the market demand is very important question and you should consider this before taking the next step how many existing schools are currently operating in the area how do you know that they are not sufficient for the demand or not delivering as per the parents expectations will you be enrolling local students or expatriates or you will go with a mix of local and expatriates what curriculum should the school adopt to meet the needs of students please note that the entire education delivery mechanism depends upon the curriculum you will choose for your school and it has to align with the purpose or your objective for establishing a school we have many educational boards to choose from right from state board to national board and to international boards and you must choose the right board based on various factors include what kind of learning experience you want your children to have where they will want to attend university cost categorizations market demands etc once you have the clarity on the above points then you must decide on what grade level will be taught in your school the question is answered only after the type of school size of school and the curriculum of the school are considered often the projected growth of the school dictates beginning with younger student and growing over time into a full k12 school now decide on the tuition fee you wish to keep for your school based on what you are offering and please understand that before you actually start your school your fee has to be approved by the respective agencies or the ministry once you have the clarity on the mentioned points then you should work on its costing you need to understand how much money is required to buy the desired piece of land or for establishing a school the cost required to construct the school and the operational cost for at least next 3 to 5 years now that you have all the information with you you don't have the funds to start the school but don't worry i'll guide you how to procure funds and respective support to establish your dream school please note that establishing a school in this case may take little longer but it is completely doable now that you have decided on the type of school you wish to start its objective purpose unique attributes it's time to draft a detailed project report which is also abbreviated as dpr dpr is a document that will be your key throughout the process of establishing and later on successfully running your dream school once you have a dpr in place then first step of establishing your school is to procure land now for land procurement you may choose to go with any of the following routes you may choose to reach out to someone who has got land and you may offer them a partnership in your school or you may also reach out to the kasi or state government and share your project report with them if the school is in the best interest of the community then the respective government may choose to offer you the land at no cost or at a subsidized cost sometimes they may also choose to give you the land on a long term lease with a minimalistic lease rental just for an example they may even choose to give you a land at a monthly lease of a dollar a month another option is to raise debt finance or equity finance if the investor or the lender likes your concept and the growth prospect then they may choose to invest in your project and may choose to lend you the money at a decided interest rates you may also choose to reach out to the large corporate houses or industrial organizations and they may even choose to give you the land either as an investment from their end in lieu of the partnership 
or they may also choose to give it under CSR initiative. Once you have procured the land, then the next step is to construct the school or the building. Now this can be a cumbersome task as in case of debt or equity financing or partnership, you may complete the construction in one go. But in other cases, construction may get completed in parts. However, do understand the possible options of raising funds for constructing your dream school. Once you have the land and the DPR, then you may choose to raise debt financing or equity financing. If your respective government is promoting quality education and or educational institutions, then you may also get the debt financing at a highly subsidized rates. In case of equity financing, you need to be clear about the type of equity finance you wish to raise and it often depends upon the growth prospect of your institution. Now if you have decided to go with the non-repayable funding options, then you may choose to apply for the infrastructural grants from various grant giving agencies or you may also choose to run a donation or a crowdfunding campaign for establishing your school. If you wish to understand about the debt or equity financing, grants, donation or CSR, then do listen to the previous episode where I have shared everything about the repayable and non-repayable funding opportunities and the legalities involved in it. Now that you have figured out how to get the land for free and how to raise funds for constructing the building, you have one last thing left that is infrastructure. Infrastructure can be a tricky task and you must have a detailed list ready with you for every single item that you may need in your school. Right from furniture to lab equipments, computer peripherals to administrative solutions, sports equipments to books and stationery. Whatever you need, you should have it in writing as to gather all this you will have to write a bunch of proposals and you may even need to knock multiple doors simultaneously. If you have a debt or equity financing available with you, then you may simply choose to procure all these items. But if you don't have the finance available for the bulk procurement, then you have the following non-repayable options with you. You may choose to run multiple crowdfunding or donation campaigns for each category. And you will be surprised to know that how the entire community can come together to build something crucial for our younger generation. And you may even get more than what you are asking for from the community. But do understand that the community always prefer to support non-profit institutions which are working for the benefit of the society. If you feel that you have a little finance available, then you may reach out to your respective ministries or departments and you will be surprised to know that how the government can support you in your dream by offering a grant or a subsidy. You may also choose to raise grants under various grant giving opportunities and for raising the grant you will have to create multiple grant proposals for each category and have to share it with different grant giving organizations and you may get good amount of support from various grant giving organizations and if you feel that this information is enough then wait. You have one last option and that is CSR. Please understand that corporate can be a biggest supporter to you by offering both funds and or the material under CSR initiatives. I'm sure that you would wish to know more about these funding opportunities, its application process, timelines, legalities involved in it. And for that, I suggest you to listen to the previous episodes where I have covered all the said opportunities in detail. If you still have questions, then you may write to me and I'll be happy to address all your queries. I'm sure that this episode have given you detailed insight on how to start a school with no investment. Please note that the fundraising process for various categories remains same even if you wish to start any other type of educational institution be it a college, university, skill development institution or even a research institution. If you have liked this podcast then do rate us on Apple Podcasts and share it in your network and I will see you in the next episode.
thank you for listening to that show i hope it was a great learning experience for you if you have any questions or suggestions then do share a voice message with me on anchor or if you are listening this podcast on youtube then share it in the comment section and i will address all your questions in the q and a session and i'll see you in the next episode till then stay safe and stay happy